Welcome back, everyone, to Six Pennies Podcast. A huge congratulations to Houston, Texas. Houston Astros, they're in the World Series against the Dodgers. Mock and and Timmy, residents of Houston, how do you guys feel over there? Timmy loves it. Oh, I love baseball. Yeah, it's time of year. Yeah, so we obviously have all six pennies on the podcast. Uh, We just want to jump on real quick and talk about the series coming up. This is the first World Series the Dodgers are in since 1988. This is the first World Series uh, for the Astros in, what, 10 plus years? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, oh five. So twelve years. Um, a lot of history, a lot of momentum on both ends. How are you guys feeling going into game one tonight? I am I got like a nervous energy. I I just feel like this team is like a team of destiny. It feels really similar to you know, you remember like New Orleans, the year Katrina hit and then all the kind of momentum and all the passion and all the emotions running through New Orleans during that time and then they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. It feels really similar to that right now. Yeah, that that was that's a really good analogy because the Saints were kinda, you know, treading water for for a couple years there. They had, you know, an amazing offense, but they couldn't put it together and then for some reason uh, you know, that terrible disaster hit the city, but all the passion and all the energy went towards their football team and, and cheering for their football team, and it definitely put them over the top. Um, let's quickly recap, you know, the ALCS. So it went to game seven, seven games. Yeah. Mock, you were at every Houston game, so every every win, basically. Only the home team won in that series. Can you yeah. quickly just go over, like, the emotions, the energy you felt in Game Seven and Minute Maid Park, and all things like that. Yeah, going well. Coming back home, uh, we were up 2-0, then three games in New York, and we lost all three. Coming back home, down 3-2, needing to win both games. It was really nervous energy for Game Six for sure at the very start, but it was loud. It was super loud in there, and uh, we pulled it out. Justin Verlander ended up being the ALCS MVP and he, he pitched an amazing game again and then game seven and it was just good signs all over the place I walked into the, the stadium and they had party in the USA playing and I was like man it's gonna be a good night and then uh, it was it was amazing it was the loudest I've heard uh, from start to finish a baseball game ever so yeah it, I'm still I mean it's been it's been a few days and I'm still kind of shaking from it, kind of unbelievable, can't believe everything that happened. Yeah, just watching watching Game 7 on TV and watching, you know, the Yankee hitters try to hit, you could tell they were genuinely shook, whether it's the fans, the energy, the momentum, um, the back-to-back-to-back, 60-in-a-row curveballs that were thrown at them <laughs> in Game 7. Like, they could not get any of the timing down. They barely had any, like, solid contact on anything throughout game seven it, it was it almost felt like they didn't want to be there yeah uh i mean we talked about this a little before on the baseball podcast but the, the we know yankees are going to be there for a while like they're ahead of schedule this year and they're only going to get better i think so uh it just felt like they're a little ahead of their time so um i mean I, I don't hate anyone on the yankees uh like judge I don't see how anyone can hate him. He just seems like a really good kid and really super talented, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was just a great series, really hard fought, really well pitched, a lot better pitched than I think anyone 
would have thought going into the series from both sides. And, but, and Timmy, yeah, glad we pulled it out. Timmy being a huge baseball fan as he is, uh, I know on Saturday night he went to the Arboretum and uh, experienced the baseball game from there. Is that right, Timmy? No, <laughs> I went during the day. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I didn't really. I love baseball. That's all I can say. I, I actually am going to have to get watch? off the. Uh, no, I watch some like the score from my phone um, and watch the highlights afterwards. I, I don't have TV currently, so oh, sure. I, I feel like I would have, though. Um, I mean, I, I have a few things, so I'm going to have to jump off soon, but I have like three questions for you, Mock. Yeah. One comment and three questions. First comment, I think the team is just like so fun to root for. Like they're, They I just so. all seem like good guys. Like They're great. Uh, they have great chemistry together, and then everybody likes rooting for the little guy, right? So I, I feel yeah. like that's they, they have that kind of um, that, that good karma and good feel. But I have three questions for you. First question is, are you going to the, all the World Series teams? Yes. I wow, was nice. only able to get uh, like a standing room only ticket. For, all in. Mock is all in. Uh, that's the only way I know how. Um, <laughs> I, I think I told Ophelia uh, right before I left for Game 7, I was like, if somehow, I mean, we're going to win tonight, but if somehow, some way, like, we don't win tonight, it's going to be the end of sports for a while for me. And I think that made her a little Jeez. excited. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm glad it worked out for, in my favor. All right. Okay. Question two is, um, I, I think you posted this on Twitter or something. I think you tweeted that um, you want this championship more than any other Houston championship, True. like, ever. True. Is that yeah. is that the case? And um yeah, is that the case right now? Yeah, I think there's just something about baseball. Um, I, I just it brings back a lot of like family memories, like watching with my cousins when they lived with us, like back in high school, uh, going to games at the Astrodome with family, and it it I think baseball just does that. Uh, there's no other sport, at least in my life, that really really has that effect on me. And and with baseball, you know, you see these guys, you see these guys grow up. For the past four or five years, you see them in the yeah. minor leagues, like really grind it out and get to the level where they're at. So there's that kind of familiarity as well. Whereas you know you have a bunch of free agents in football and in basketball come in like it's like cheering for Chris Ball right now versus cheering for these guys who you've seen grown up in your system. You know, but is, is it the, like four or five years ago? And but wouldn't the Chris Ball comparison be like to Justin Verlander just picked up at the at the deadline? That's fair, but he's he's like the only guy we're even paying right now on the team. Like he he's he's one of the only guys that we traded for at the very end, and the rest of like the core is still everyone through our system for the most part. I I like to quickly cool. jump in and kind of add to Mock's point about baseball. I think just looking at it from a big picture, baseball is just really hard to win because. You think about it, like the Yankees have like 30 of them. You know it's going to be Cardinals again some year. It's going to be Giants again, Red Sox. It's very, very rare when you get to see like your team, Houston, in the in the finals or in the World Series. And I mean, for me personally, I know a little piece of my heart definitely is still broken from 2011 and 2012 just because those are probably the only times I'll see, you know, knock on wood. The Rangers back in the World Series, and so um, you gotta like, like Mock said, be all in. That's the only way you should cheer. And I mean, I'm I'm 
I'll be honest. At this point, I'm no longer pulling for you guys. But oh, I mean, I was gonna ask you that. yeah, I'll, I'll be happy LA, if you though, guys win. LA, uh, well, okay. Well, I mean, that's a good segue to my my last question before I go. Is is it too late, Mock, to join the bandwagon? <laughs> no. Come on, come on board. All right. Everyone's everyone's available. All right. Let let me know. Um. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go find the right gear to buy or something. Timmy, be, be, Timmy, before you go, I have a question for you. Is is it kind of yeah. weird that you literally just came from LA like two weeks ago, and then now you guys are meeting each other in the World Series? It's oh. a little strange. I I don't. I was never a Dodgers fan, though. I, I think the only strange thing is going through like my Facebook or Instagram feed and seeing like partial Dodgers pictures and partial Astros pictures is gonna be strange during the series too. Yeah, well, you haven't unfriended those guys yet. No, I haven't unfriended them. Come on, man. <laughs> new Tim. alright have fun guys alright All thanks right. Timmy wait so for real you're, you'd rather LA win yeah so I mean we talked about this previously in the pod but right. when it comes to baseball and MLB the Astros are my most hated just because the Houston yeah Houston Dallas thing like I am like I definitely cheered for you guys in the division series and the championship series, and I mean, I don't want you guys to like just straight up fail in the in the World Series, but it would hurt a lot to see you guys win, um, knowing that you know the Rangers had their shot a few years ago. Well, yeah, I mean, part of it's the rivalry. I mean, we're obviously in the same division now, but the AL West. But whereas, okay, so whereas, like side. with the whereas with the Dodgers, it's I'm. A, lot more disconnected with LA and the National That's League true. and I mean like a lot of fans here in Texas are kind of now they're like pro you Darvish and saying hey we should they should win one for you and all this kind of stuff whereas like three months ago they didn't care about that guy um but yeah I mean to, to answer your question at this point like I want to see a good series because I think both teams are like literally clicking on all cylinders maybe Astros bats were kind of quiet in the championship series, but it woke up. And Evan Gaddis and Brian McCann, they're they're bringing the lumber. Let me compare this to the NBA Finals. Like the past couple of years between the Cavs and the Warriors is like pick your poison for me. Like I hate both teams. Is this the same way for you? I don't hate LA really you as don't much. Hate LA anymore? I don't ha- I don't hate the Dodgers as much as yeah, I hate the Astros fan base. Yeah, I mean yes, but the Dodgers are the Dodgers are different. The Dodgers for me to me is like they have um, a history where I can can kind of like appreciate whereas like the Lakers was more like man they were just gifted all these dominant centers throughout every era and they won like five championship each era. Whereas like the Dodgers this is 29 years since they've been back and um they've gone through a lot of hardships themselves magic johnson becoming a minority owner kind of like just flipped that team and also clayton kershaw's from dallas so i I have to cheer for him but the the salary cap thing is huge uh there's no salary cap so i mean you can't really feel bad for the dodgers they're spending a ton of money they're they're trying to I mean, it's probably what top two, maybe top one. I think they're one. Sadly. It's like two yeah, two hundred fifty million or something absurd. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I, that's a good point, but it's just no, part. It. Of, yeah, it's yeah. just part of it, right? Like, like I said, I'm not cheering for you guys to lose. Like, I don't want to sweep. I still want Houston to feel some joy. Maybe like <laughs> one or two wins in Houston in Minute Maid Park. 
But at the end of the day, like I don't want to see Jose Altuve jumping up and down celebrating. Like I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will say though, my favorite player is George Springer. Like he is so sick to me. Everything he does defensively is he can do no wrong, in my opinion. <laughs> Did you watch Game Seven? Yeah. Uh, so backstory of Game Seven. I went over to Derek Shaw's house. Um, it was like me and D Shaw, Josh Ma, Matt Na, and Michael Wang, who is a huge Houston Astros fan, apparently. Um, he was there also watching, and we were all, to be honest, rooting for Houston and rooting for uh, the city of Houston to just feel some joy after, um, you know, Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, because uh, Springer, I mean, Springer, his bat was pretty silent most of the series, yeah. or all the series, but. He showed off with his glove in Game 7, that leaping catch for no reason over his own teammate in the outfield. He just loves <laughs> jumping and catching. Yeah. <laughs> that was just, that's, that was like my favorite picture from that game, from Game 7. Like he jumped over him, he landed on the floor, he's like on the floor with his glove open showing that he has the ball in there. And then Marwin Gonzalez, who he jumped over, is just kind of leaning against the wall like, what the F, man. Initially, like, Marwin looked really mad. Like, did this guy just sun me on national TV, my own teammate? But then, like, later the no, camera... Marwan's, Marwan's cool, man. Yeah, the, later the camera showed him, and he's, like, laughing and stuff like that. Uh, I want to ask you about Game 7 and just being there live in person. Outside of, you know, the final strikeout, when was it the loudest? Oh, man. The loudest was probably a two-base homer. Yeah. Um, so Altuve obviously had has had a magical postseason already, and he he had you know three home runs in the second game of mm-hmm. of, of the playoffs, and then so every time he goes up there, the crowd goes nuts, and there's MVP chance every single pitch, and so that's the buildup. There's MVP chance, and then he hits that opposite field home run that, and Judge had just robbed Guriel of a home run like two innings earlier. Yeah, and hit it over who judge who should hopefully end up being the MVP runner up. That was just amazing. It gave us a, a, a huge lead. Our pitchers were, uh, Morton was pitching well at that point and we had McCullers coming in right after that. And it just gave us a lot more confidence, obviously than just a one Oh lead. I want to spend a couple minutes on Jose Altuve actually. Um, yeah. has there been anyone in the history of the game with this, like just amount of, speed and clutchness like he's so small I don't, he's like five five or whatever he's five, always six, yeah. he's always like a threat on the bases obviously everyone knows his propensity to you know steal bases and just his base running skills but that coupled with power like how how is he doing it do you yeah is there a comparison oh man it's it's tough i mean everyone brings up kind of the big comparison just because uh, they both played with a lot of heart, played the same position, second base, obviously, and both played for the Astros. Uh, both started off lead off and then uh, worked their way down the order a little bit. Altuve is just, he's all heart. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've heard maybe a little bit of his backstory, mm-hmm. um, you know, how he showed up to the tryouts, open tryouts. They kind of overlooked him because of his height, sent him home. And 
he didn't even let that hold him back. He just showed up the next day thinking, you know, they're not going to throw me out if I show up. So he showed up and then somehow caught on, ended up signing like a $15,000 like offer, offer sheet. And that's, and he's been working hard ever since to get to this point to MVP level. And so I, I, I get that, you know, there's a rivalry there. I just don't know <laughs> how you can hate on Altuve specifically. Like, Altuve jumping up and down, that's okay. Like, so, someone else, maybe. Um, I don't know who... It's, it's, not really the hate tor- it's not really the hate towards Jose Altuve, per se. It's more of just, like, don't want to see joy for <laughs> Astros and Astros fans. Uh, so he just symbolizes the whole team. Yeah, because, uh, gotcha. I, I mean, he, he does, right? He's... Yeah. He literally is the heart and soul of the team. He is by far the best player. Um, I think there's an argument that Correa might be the most talented, but Jose yeah. Altuve, one, like his his strike zone is literally like three by three <laughs> inches, right? He's yeah. tiny, but he's able to manipulate that that into hitting. I don't know how many home runs he's hit this year, and obviously close he's to, hitting yeah, close to thirty. Yeah, and he's hitting for power again in the postseason. And like you said, magical run. Um, do you think he's going to be able to go up against the likes of, you know, Kershaw, Darvish, and company? Probably Darvish. I think Houston can hit Darvish. They've, sh- they've shown in the history that they can hit Darvish. Yeah, uh, I, I worry about specific players at certain points. Like right now, I'm, I'm pretty worried about Springer uh, from an offensive standpoint. He's just swinging way too hard at everything. The one person I never worry about is Altuve. Like he's, he's, he's got to be like have twenty ten vision or something. He just sees the ball so well, no matter who the pitcher is, no matter what kind of pitch, and really even outside the strike zone. So he just makes really good contact. And, yeah, and he, you know he's gonna run out everything. So even if he's in a mini slump, like I feel like one bounce one way and he's on base again, and he's he's taking walks now too. So. Um, so yeah, I'm more worried about the guys leading up to Altuve right now. So that Springer leading off and, and Reddick has been a, in a huge slump. And he had like one hit the entire seven games. So hopefully they break out of it. Um, but yeah, talking about Kershaw, I mean, he's he's had his ups and downs in the playoffs. And uh, he looks like he's kind of back to his dominant self. I'm just, I'm still pretty overjoyed from ALCS. And uh, not saying that you know, anything is going to be icing at this point. I still fully expect us to pull out four wins in the World Series. Uh, but yeah, I'm just riding high right now and, and not really too worried about it. Well, just I gonna see, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to play devil's advocate because I, I, I want to get into, you know, the Dodgers. We've been talking about Houston a lot. I want to talk about LA and the juggernaut of a team. For you know, 110, 120 games there, it, it looked like they were the, like the greatest team ever on pace to win an absurd amount of games. Is there a particular hitter or a couple hitters that you're you're worried about? Whether it's you know Justin Turner or Cody Bellinger. I know Corey, Corey Seager didn't even play in an NLCS and yeah. they still made it. Like I think he's gonna be back for the World Series. Like that's yeah, a pretty exactly. stacked lineup. It is. It is. Uh, I didn't even mention I, Puig. Yeah, Puig. Yes, you. Um, that team. It's it's pretty scary, especially on paper. Uh, but they they had their own struggles at the very end of the year. Obviously, Kershaw was out as well. That contributed to a lot of it. I, if there's one batter, it's Justin Turner. 
Uh, he's just seeing the ball incredibly right now. He's mm-hmm. shown to be clutch. He's not squeeing outside of the zone. And uh, and the other kid would be Taylor. Uh, he's yep. on fire right now. So uh, Bellinger and, and Gwig, I, I feel like you kind of know what to expect from them, and, and it's easier to game plan for them uh, in my mind. But Turner and Taylor right now are, are kind of a two-headed monster. Uh, Puig to me he's I mean I love his swagger obviously I can't hand on him for that but I think he's beatable uh, I think he's he's kind of the Baez the uh, Odor type um, a little more undisciplined at the plate so mm-hmm. not as worried about him uh, but yeah it's going to come down to to bullpen and uh, hopefully Astros can really rebound from the ALCS because they struggled quite a bit. Yeah, that that was actually my next point. You know, we're naming naming all these hitters and and players on the field, but the Dodgers' arms, you know, from Kershaw, yeah. Darvish, Rich Hill, Alex Wood, they basically yeah. have three and a half aces, if you will. And then their yeah. their bullpen became the Indians of last year. Like Jensen became unhittable. So. If it if it t- ends up being a close game coming down, you know, in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, yeah. you, ha- you have to say, just on paper, the Dodgers have an advantage. But it's the heart yeah. factor, right? It's the heart factor of Houston and the clutchness of Altuve. Like I think that's that's really to me, that's the only le- legitimate shot that Houston has. Yeah, it's it's the heart factor for sure. Uh, obviously, they have home field advantage. They had three or four or five more wins than us in the regular season. But I think it's a confidence level, too. Uh, I think we're riding high coming in off of Game 7, and hopefully we can just continue that momentum. And, and we've gotten it done leading up to this point against really the premier closers and the premier starters in the game. Uh, you know, Chris Sale, we beat him uh, twice yeah. in, in the uh, ALDS, and we beat up uh, Craig Kimbrell for to clinch the series and Chapman and then, we, and then Chapman yeah. uh, two two games later so uh Jansen yeah he's he's their best bullpen guy for sure and he's he's doing well right now I'm just no pitcher scares me right now um but but then again at the same at the same time I know especially on the road in New York we struggled mightily against the likes of Tanaka and Cece Sabathia and even Sunny Gray. So it, it's, it's at this point where anything can happen and momentum is huge right now. And I just, hopefully that, hopefully we have it. And I know LA's rested and they'll get to get start Kershaw first and we'll have Keuchel out there. So I think it'll be a good series, hopefully. Yeah, Kershaw versus Keuchel. So obviously we're naming, you know, the superstars. Um, you have Altuve on one side and Bellinger and company on the other side. But can you name someone from Houston that you need to see, like, really step up for, uh, for them to actually win? You know, like, every, every series, yeah. whether it's football, basketball, baseball, there, there's, like, not a no-namer, not a bench player, yeah. but, you know, like, a second-tier guy steps up, plays out of his mind, and ends up um, helping their, their team win the, nas- the national title or, or the World Series. The guy that yeah. comes to mind as a Ranger fan is Cody Ross. But I'll leave it as yeah, that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's always, I mean, it's October. It's magic. It's, you always have someone step up that, 
maybe maybe not the team itself, but at least from a national perspective, wasn't expected. For me, it's got to be Brad Peacock. I've been high on him all year. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned him to you as well. Uh, he, in a lot of ways, I think he's been our best pitcher throughout the entire season. And he's been barely used so far in the playoffs. Uh, he pitched a couple innings in relief, and he started game three against uh, the, against Boston before Hinch, of, of course, pulled him early. But I think he's going to be good. I think he's, he's going to be really big in the bullpen, uh, especially now that Will Harris has been struggling a little bit and Devensky is kind of on and off. So I think Harris is going to be a big arm out of the bullpen in the World Series. Yeah. All right, so I just want to end the podcast on predictions. Obviously, you think Houston's going to win, um, but what game and in what fashion? Ooh, I, I think we're going to shock the world in game one. Uh, I think we're going to steal game one. I think we're going to jump on Kershaw. I don't think he's going to last past six innings. And uh, I think we're going to get a gem out of Keiko. I think he's a little upset about uh, how his last start ended. And I think we steal game one. They'll probably take game two and then bring it back home, and it's going to be crazy and minimade. Uh, three games, the 2-3-2 two, two is, is coming up huge. Yeah, it and really is the way we, on, yeah, for the away team. Yeah, the way we've been pitching at home, if we come home tied 1-1 or up 2-0, man, I really like our chances to finish it out at home. Uh, but if I had to put money on it, I'd say Astros in six. Nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking up the odds right now for the series, and it's actually a lot closer than I thought. So it's Houston plus 140 to take the series, yeah. Dodgers minus 160. So it's going to be a pretty even even match. It seems like it's going to go at least six, maybe seven games. And so yeah. best of luck, Mock. Thanks. I, I don't. You won't see that much joy from Houston if you don't want to. Like you can just turn <laughs> off your TV, turn off uh, social media for the next two weeks. For for me personally, I'm I am a little sad um, because I kind of wanted the Cubs, not because I like the Cubs or anything, but I am in in Chicago right now for work, oh, so true. it would have been really cool to go to Game One. But um, it is what it is. Uh, thank you everyone for listening to our. World Series edition podcast here. Uh, congratulations to Houston and, and Mock and team. I know you, you've been going to the games with Wei Lee and Simon, right? Yeah, yeah. We're some combination of that three of us have gone to every single game. So man, that's hope crazy. To keep that going. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you guys. Um, thank you for listening again. If you guys have time, please go to our Facebook page. We are running an amazing giveaway. Um, it is for Air Jordan basketball shoes, 32s. Um, they just came out last week. We're giving them away free of, free of charge. All you got to do is like the posts, leave a few comments, or maybe share the posts. Um, all the rules are there on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. We're going to pick a winner Thursday night. So good luck, everybody. Thank you. Good luck.